WKLYT. This is ABQ Connect. Welcome to our Heritage Foundation update. Uh, welcoming Genevieve Wood back onto the broadcast. Uh, Genevieve, I trust you had a, a nice holiday. I did, and Happy New Year to you and your audience. Big year ahead. It is, and uh, we hope for good things. Uh, uh, there's an election this year. Did you know that? I heard about that, yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, one of them, I believe, next week coming yeah. up in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, I I watched, uh, uh, I, I think I watched a portion of another debate. I, I was so not watching the debates this year like I usually do because uh, I just, I mean, you know, whether, you know, regardless of who you're uh, kind of looking at to, to maybe be voting for, uh, they just didn't seem complete. I mean, I'm sorry, but when the front runner that's way the front runner isn't part of the debates, uh, but I did watch some of it, uh, uh, this last one, uh, but they're kind of, they, they've whittled it down. There's, uh, there's only just what, like three, uh, three on the Republican side. There's only three. Yeah. It depends on how you count it in yeah. terms of who's, who's still up there, but there's basically three. I would say probably some people would say two main candidates, others say three, but, uh, you're right without the, the main person, the, the front runner on the stage, it kind of makes it, uh, not for not, but just not the complete picture. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, today's time isn't a major story for 2024 and we'll maybe cover some of that uh, as we grow closer to November, uh, but, uh, you know, last week, uh, we took the time to air an interview that we kind of teased the week before, uh, about, uh, parents of an 11 year old that was on a school trip and come to find out, uh, um, on the trip, the 11 year old was assigned to share a room, uh, with, uh, this was a, an 11 year old girl was assigned to share a room with a, uh, uh I believe an 11 year old, you know, the same age, um, biological boy who identified as a girl. And if you didn't hear the story, I mean, uh, just to kind of recap on that real quick, um, it seems that no one other than, uh, the biological boy and the parents actually knew, uh, that that was the case. Uh, uh, but even so, uh, there's, uh, <laughs> Come, come to find out, uh, there's another story on DailySignal.com that shares that uh, this isn't an isolated uh, instance. No, that's right. And I, I would encourage folks who are interested in this issue, and I would say any parent who sends their children on school trips where uh, they don't, you know, especially public school school trips where you know, there may be less information available to you than you would think, I would encourage them to watch the interview with the parents about what happened. And this was uh, this is not just any you know typical trip. This was a something they had saved up for, I think, for over a year. Kids had been planning to go on this trip. These are children, by the way, in Colorado who were taking a trip to the East Coast to do kind of a historical tour. They were going to Philadelphia and then they were going to Washington, D.C. And they had adult chaperones. But, you know, they're all still 11 year old children in most cases here. And this was a situation where you're right. They had assigned they were the parents had been assured girls will be with girls. Boys will be with boys. They won't be on the same floor. They won't be able to visit each other, you know, without chaperones and so forth. And what happened is over uh, the children kind of talking in the room before turning the lights out that night. And one of the uh, children tells his other roommates, the other three girls, by the way, I'm actually a biological boy who, you know, wants to be or thinks I'm a girl. And so he revealed himself. It wasn't like, you know, somebody told on him. And uh, the young girl 
uh, her mother happened to be on the trip, one of the girls, not as a chaperone, but just because, you know, this is a mom who said, I have an 11 year old and she's going across country and I'm kind of worried about that. So she had gone on the trip just as a standalone parent. And she, you know, explains to her, the little girl meets her in the lobby and tells her what's going on. Long story short, the investigations thus far shows they don't believe any of the chaperones from that particular school knew what was happening. There is some indication that somebody in the school district probably knew about this. Um, but the reality is there clearly is not enough transparency. It is not okay that just because this boy who wants to be a girl and his parents don't want anybody else to know about it, that that's okay that he can have that privacy, but all the other children don't have the same privacy rights. They don't have the right to know what's going on. Uh, that in and of itself is a problem that anybody would agree to say, we just won't tell anybody else. And so that's a real concern. And I think there's an investigation going on. Alliance Defending Freedom uh, is the uh, group representing the parents and looking into this. But the, the story has come out and many other parents apparently have now come forward either with similar stories, similar concerns, it's, it's becoming a bigger issue. Yeah. I even saw in the story, not, uh, not only where, uh, other kids were being assigned with children of the opposite gender, uh, in the same room, uh, but where counselors, uh, were, were being assigned to children of the opposite sex. And there was an, this is a separate, I believe a separate trip, but it's where you had an 18 year old, 18 year old high school girl, but she was identifying as a boy and she was placed in the same room as sixth grade boys serving as a chaperone. Right. Now, does anybody think that's okay? Like that's just whack-a-mo yeah. and they were overseeing, this is at a camp and they were overseeing the showers and, you know, supposedly to make sure students don't take too long in them, but nonetheless, You've got a an eighteen year old girl with sixth grade boys. Okay, these aren't even these aren't like kindergartners, you know, where you might have a, a woman over, you know, overseeing the young boys. This these are sixth grade boys on the you know the verge of puberty and the whole bit. And you've got a, an eighteen year old girl who says she's a boy or, or identifies as one, being their chaperone. I mean, this is just ludicrous. But it's the kind of thing that's going on both in public schools. But also these companies that, they, that these schools are signing up with to oversee camps and school outings and, the, and so on. So it's not just a matter of, is your school okay? What about the companies they're signing up with to do these school trips and to do these kind of, these kind of tours? You're having to check it at every single level. And as a parent, it would be really overwhelming, I think, to make sure to have real confidence when you read stories like this that you could send your child out the door on one of these school trips and feel like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and, and not really related, but you know, uh, the referendum that, uh, the New Mexico listeners are familiar with, we've talked about it plenty, uh, and, you know, getting petitions for that. Uh, there's five different laws that were passed in last year's roundhouse sessions, which by the way, the roundhouse getting ready to start their next session, uh, next week. Uh, but, uh, you know, some of the, some of what came out of last year's legislation, uh, was, um, uh, how schools dealt with the privacy of kids considering, uh, gender identity and how much parents were informed and, and things like, uh, 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 health clinics being put into, um, the schools that, um, uh, would counsel, uh, uh, young girls, uh, for abortion, uh, without the parents' knowledge, uh, and I, I, I guess, you know, we, we bring to light these stories, uh, uh, that daily signal, 
uh, is is doing, uh, just to remind parents that you are the parent. I mean, even you are the parent. And and last year, you know, not to condemn. I, I certainly don't want to condemn uh, everyone who works in public school or uh, or the legislature for that for that matter. Uh, but I remember seeing a story last year uh, about you know who was uh, responsible for the kids or you know or I, I forget how to articulate what they said, but essentially someone from a public school said, "Well, not there, not while they're with us. They're ours." You know, um, it's like uh, no, they're not. Um, and and parents, you have every right to be the parent of your child, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a day, all the time, and. Um, you, you, and you know, being aware of stories like this, when you do approach, uh, you know, a situation, whether it's at school or elsewhere, uh, and you kind of get, you know, maybe pushed back or, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for you to go, well, let me enlighten you about some things that are going on. And, and as a parent, I have every right to dig in and make sure that, uh, what I think is happening with my child, uh, is or isn't. Um, so uh, do with it what you will, but we hope uh, you, you remain well-informed and empowered to be a parent. That's right. And that's why I would encourage people to, to check out the video because it's, it's two other parents. It's like, it's, it's talking to it's maybe be like talking to, you know, other parents in your children's school or what have you just to, you know, get a feel like, here's what, here's what happened. Here's how we dealt with it. Here's how the response was from the others involved, the other kids involved. I think it just it's helpful to, to see what others are dealing with. But you're right. Parents have an absolute right to be parents. But increasingly, you have outside forces who say, uh, well, we'd, we'd like to be the parents or we'd like to make the decisions parents ought to be making. And there are more and more of those outside forces that I think many of us certainly want to believe uh, or have, you know, have, have believed have been out there. So parents beware, beware is what I would say, unless you're with an organization uh, that, you know, the values of that organization, you know, the people running that organization, uh, because otherwise you, you might be very surprised as to what, uh, what others are wanting uh, for your kids. Yeah. Well, uh, if you just tuned in, we've uh, been visiting with Genevieve Wood from the Heritage Foundation, uh, typically every Friday, uh, uh, is uh, a segment we do uh, to bring you stories like this that uh, impact you, we believe. Uh, and we would encourage you, if you haven't been to heritage.org, to visit the website uh, and find out more about the Heritage Foundation, as well as dailysignal.com, where we often uh, get these stories to share with you uh, and make you aware, uh, keep you informed. And uh, Genevieve, we appreciate your time. We appreciate all that the Heritage Foundation and the staff at the Daily Signal do uh, to do exactly that, to keep us informed. Great. Thank you so much, Steve. All right. And stay with us. Coming up after the break, uh, we're going to catch up with Brian Cochran uh, from uh, John Moore Associates. Uh, recent uh, data came out regarding inflation. And before uh, you uh, tune in elsewhere and find other people that may spin it one way or another, uh, Brian will get to the facts for you and let you know uh, how to uh, put to use the, the data that's uh, found in the recent report on inflation that came out this week. We'll get to that after the break on ABQ Connect. 